Thank you for joining us for the podcast ministry of Pastor Travis Smith and Brookfield Church, located in Wilmington, North Carolina. To learn more, visit us online at brookfieldchurch.life and connect with us on all social media platforms. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Thank you so much for joining me for the devotion today. I want to go to Zechariah chapter 4, and I'm going to start at verse 1. And it says, Now the angel who talked with me came back and wakened me, as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? So I said, I am looking, and there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it, and on the stand seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. Two olive trees are by it, one to the right of the bowl and the other at its left. So I answered, and I spoke to the angel who talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? Then the angel who talked with me answered me and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, no, my Lord. You see, you have to understand that Zechariah was a priest and a prophet. He knew what all of these elements in this vision were, what they represented. And at first glance, this could be taken as his ignorance showing. But in reality, he shows such a great deal of wisdom here because he refused to rely on his current understanding to interpret what God was trying to tell him. You see, most of us, if the Lord was trying to show us something that we were already aware of, We would lean on our past understanding to interpret our future steps. But Zechariah was wise enough to understand that even in all of his wisdom, his knowledge, his education, and his experience, that the Lord just might be trying to show him something new. So he refused to rely on past experiences to try to understand fresh vision. So don't build and worship at monuments of your past successes and fail to move in pace to God's movement. You see, I've seen people do this time and time again. We have a successful season. We build monuments to those seasons and everything that we try to do from there on out, we we try to, to relate it back to that past success. And all the while, God is trying to do something fresh in our life. He's trying to do something new in our life. But we try to interpret what God is bringing our way based on our past experience and success. And so, We have to learn to lead ourselves in the wisdom that Zechariah showed here, refusing to rely on our past experience alone when God is trying to give us fresh vision for our life. You know, they say the hardest person to lead is ourself. It's tough to lead my family well. It's tough to lead well on the job. It's tough to lead well anywhere if I don't lead myself well. So I want to give you five things to seek to lead yourself better, to help lead your family better, and to live in that abundant life that Jesus paid a heavy price for. Number one, discipline. That comes through our tongue, our social media, our conversations, our finances. We don't want to waste those things that can really be great tools by failing to Uh, Just enact discipline in, in the way that we speak, the way that we post, the conversations we have, and in how we choose to spend our resources. Number two, seek intentionality. Are you intentional every day? Or do we just, quote, want to be led by the Holy Spirit? You know, I I believe very much in the power of the Holy Spirit and the spirit of Pentecost. And I believe in being led of the Lord. But I I really believe for so many people today that the, the, quote, being led by the Spirit has really just become a cop out for our laziness and our apathy for not wanting to be disciplined and intentional in our life. You see, Paul was full of the Spirit of God, but Paul was very intentional. He knew where he was going. He knew what his assignments were. He knew what needed to happen when he arrived. 
So do I lead intentionally? Do I invest my time intentionally? Do I protect my time intentionally? I was privileged to be on staff at an incredible church for many years. And the last few years that I was there, we did a conference every year. And and the Lord just blessed that church. And we had uh, relationships with some amazing uh, speakers and preachers that would come to that conference. I'm talking some incredible voices in the kingdom. Well, the last several years that we did that conference, I offered every year to do all the airport runs to go pick the speakers up when they would arrive at the airport. And believe it or not, as much as I wish I could say that was just me trying to be a good employee, although I did want to help, really that was a very intentional decision because I knew that we had some generals in the faith coming into our conference. And when they arrived, there were going to be hundreds of people in that room every night that were going to be vying for their time and would do anything for just a minute or two to be able to talk to them and ask them questions. And I knew that if I was willing to make the sacrifice to drive the hour away to our local airport, pick them up, that I was going to have an hour on the way back, just them and myself. And I could ask them whatever I wanted to ask them. I could learn. And oh my goodness, the wisdom, the things that I was able to glean and learn in, in, in those times, spending those times on those airport runs, that was a very intentional decision, thinking ahead at how I can maximize the opportunities that God is bringing my way. So do you lead intentionally in your home? Or do you just get up every day and whatever happens, happens? See, that's what leads to a lot of stress, a lot of burnout, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fatigue. When we do, we fail to take the time the day before to say, okay, tomorrow's coming. It's a brand new day. What are some things I want to do? Okay, I want to spend some time with my kids tomorrow. I even go as far as thinking the night before of the things that I want to do with my kids the next day when they get home from school. Because I have found that if I don't do that, that's what makes it easy to sit on the couch all night and scroll on my phone or watch television and really not be the dad that I need to be. So seek intentionality. Number three, seek integrity. Are you the same person at home that you are at work? Are you the same person when no one is looking as you are at church? Integrity is such a major thing that we need a revival of in the people of God again. You know, how do you treat the server at the restaurant? How do you react when your food doesn't come the way that you ordered it? You know, how do you respond when people give you a difficult time out in, in, in town, in the community? Make sure your integrity is intact. Make sure your character is intact. Number four, seek your purpose. Now, I don't just mean general purpose. You know, what is your detailed purpose? Why did God put you on the earth? Why did God give you the job that he gave you? Why did God lead you to the church that you're at? You see, a lot of people will work for a paycheck, but they'll give their heart to a mission that they love and people that they respect. So if you're privileged to lead people, maybe it's just your children, your your spouse. If you're privileged to lead on the job or in your church, seek your purpose. Know why you do what you do and why God opened the doors that he has opened for you. And number five, seek balance. My pastor used to always tell me this, that one of the greatest compliments that we can receive is not that we're great leaders, not that we're great dads, great moms, great employees, great supervisors, but one of the greatest compliments we can ever receive is that we're balanced, that we're balanced. I told you about the airport runs that I I would do often for those conferences and 
one of my favorite preachers, I, I had the privilege of, of go pick, going and picking him up from the airport for our conference. And I'll never forget, I, I asked him, I was 36 years old at the time, and I asked him, I said, what would you tell your 36-year-old self if you could tell him anything? And you know what his answer was? Be balanced. And as a pastor, here's what he told me. He said, when you're at church, be at church. Give those people everything you have every time you're there. But when you're at home, give your family everything you have. Put the device down. Spend time with the kids. Spend time with your spouse. Be intentional. Be balanced everywhere. Many of us, we we dread going to work and we go to work not caring about what we do. And then we wonder why we're struggling in our finances. And we wonder why opportunity never comes our way. We wonder why we get passed over for promotions. Some of us are on the other end of the spectrum. We go to work and all we think about is work. We're consumed by what we do because we feel fulfilled doing that thing that whatever that thing is and so we have failed to strike strike a balance between home and work and friendships relationships our marriage our children for some of us our balance is in the home we've made everything all about the children and we've neglected the partner that God gave us to do life with so seek balance today I just want to encourage you to do what Zechariah did if you believe that God is, is ordering your steps and if you believe that, that he longs to open up doors of opportunity over your life, and I believe that, if you share in that belief, then as God begins to try to show you new things, don't rely on your past experience and past understanding to interpret your future steps. Seek God. Seek His voice. Ask Him to speak clearly to you, to show you what it is that He's trying to do. Trust the opportunities He's opening. Trust the steps that He's ordering you to walk in. And if you will seek to grow in these five areas in your life, I promise that you will live that abundant life that Jesus promised. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for another day another opportunity, God, to accomplish great things for your kingdom, great things for our families, great things for ourselves, and to be able to just live life to the fullest. Lord, I pray that you would just allow us to be able to gain the posture Zechariah did, where when you speak, we listen, where when you speak, we refuse to rely on on the successes of the past to interpret our future steps, but that we would have the humility enough to say, okay, Lord, we, we, we think we understand. I think I understand, but will you give me clarity so that I don't misstep? And Lord, cause us to be able to obtain that discipline, the intentionality, the integrity, the purpose and the balance so that we could become well-rounded men and women kingdom sons and daughters of the God most high and that we can maximize what you want to do in and through us to build your kingdom in our communities be with them today order their steps bless them cause your face to shine upon them in Jesus name amen thank you so much for joining us for today's broadcast if you are interested in hearing more of pastor Travis's sermons or teaching please visit us online at brookfieldchurch.life. You can also connect with us on social media platforms. If you have a specific request we can help you pray for, please feel free to contact us by emailing contact at brookfieldchurch.life. Have a 